Well, hey, Larry, as you said, uh, as we've been talking about, we are very excited for a 1-0 start. We had an exciting 30-13 to victory, and, and there were a lot of highlights. There were a lot of players who stood out to us, but there is one player, Larry, that since preseason game one and and was a, was a star in game one that has been continually on our mind. We have chance in mind for this person, and I'm talking, of course, about the <laughs> one and only... Huka Nakua. Huka, who is getting so much love on this podcast. This, we might have to change the name of the podcast is uh, <laughs> come up with something clever. Uh, I mean, we were, we are the perennial pod, uh, Pollyannas of podcasting, and now we are the official uh, perennial Puka podcasters. <laughs> It's got the, uh, the the P is 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 right there worked into the uh, yeah, worked into we'll, the theme that we continue to be working through. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll workshop that and make it better. But uh, yes, yes, absolutely. I'm all in on Puka. By the way, yes, uh, as am I. And we, you know, we had our eye on him early in the early in the the preseason. I remember even when he got drafted, it was like, oh, cool, wide receiver. He looks fit. He looks good. You know, like I, I didn't. I'm not going to be like, oh, I knew he'd be a hit from day one. But it, it, I was oh, excited. Wow. Just and and here he is. You know. Game one showing up doing big things. And um, I think it's important for us to uh, my when I root for a team, I like to get to know the players. I like to know who these guys are on the field. So um, I had I had to do some research and I've created for you, Larry, a little five question quiz about our new favorite player, Puka Nakua. We're going to oh, no. learn. We're going to oh, learn no. something about him by proving how little you know about him and how, right. how, how bad of a quiz taker you are, hopefully, is my goal. <laughs> yeah, no, you know. Well, you already know enough about me to know I'm a terrible quiz quaker. Uh, qu- quiz quaker. I can't quiz even say. I can't even say taker. Uh, I, it, it's why I, another reason I'm in radio is because I, I couldn't pass those tests in school. So uh, luckily, there is no formal education required when it comes to being a stupid disc jockey. But uh, <laughs> I'll do the best I can. I, I might surprise you with some of the things that I do know about Puka Nakua because he uh, has been a Pac-12 guy in the past. Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh, I, I know a little bit, a little bit, not a lot. Let's see what happens. Well, let's call we'll call this let's get to know Puka. Here we go with number one on the let's get to know Puka quiz. Uh and this this obviously is is gonna be like this. I'll start with the 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 easy one, you know, the one that is gonna tell us the most about Puka, just kind of where you would automatically want to start. And that that is according to the Merriam Webster online dictionary, which of the following is not a definition for the word Puka? Oh, this is this is how we're going to get to know Puka is by this understanding is how we're what, starting. All right, <laughs> this is how we get to know Puka. Which, which of, the of these is, is not not a definition for the word Puka? Here's right. your first definition: a small, usually perforated wave and beach polished shell fragment found along beaches of Pacific islands and used especially to make necklaces. Puka shell. That's that's Puka. Uh, that's a real thing and also that whole definition is so elaborate there's no way you could have made that up. So that's a that's a real one. I know that. Puka definition 2. It's two words. Hole, tunnel. Yeah. Hole, comma, tunnel. All right. It might be a foreign language or even some sort of um Polynesian uh, something. Uh, okay. Well, let's move on. What's 3? Third definition of puka. A common tropical tree yielding good timber, a yellow dye, a mucilaginous gum, mm. and a widely used edible fruit. Oh man, uh, there's nothing I love than uh, a, a, a refresh. <laughs> love more than a refreshing stick of mucilaginous gum. <laughs> uh, when, especially when you know you get that coffee breath going on. Um, that uh, God. 
Okay, I got to hear four. I got to. Not making this easy on you. Last definition for puka: a rare New Zealand tree with large resinous leaves and dioecious flowers. Dioecious. Do you know the meaning of that word? (sighs) I did not. Sure, of course I do. Of course, uh and that is. Do you want to tell the listeners just so (laughs) they know? You want you wanted me to be the one to tell them what dioecious. Well, yeah, you're the one doing the research. I'm I'm supposed (laughs) to be taking the quiz. I'm not here giving out information. Not even sure I'm pronouncing it right. This is the this is a plant having the male and female reproductive organs. Um, That is what dioecious means. So, New Zealand. This is a New New Zealand plant with male and female parts, large resinous leaves. There you you go, Larry. Good luck. Different botanical definitions for puka there that are uh-huh. uh, like tree related and then we uh-huh. got the shell thing and then we got whole tunnel which is so simple <laughs> uh, so you're really trying to oh i don't know what, what what you're doing to me here i think did you say hole or tunnel hole? yeah h-o-l-e hole mm-hmm. or tunnel okay that's got to be it because that's that's uh, all those other ones uh, there, there's the puka shell which everybody knows about and i'm pretty sure that's spelled p-u-k-a p and these are all spelled the exact same way correct P-P-U-K-A, P-U-K-A. yes P-U-K-A. they're not P-U-K-A. yes they're not yes. Uh, uh-huh. homonyms or homophones or whatever they are um yeah good use yeah uh-huh. I'm going to say whole tunnel is uh, the outlier here because uh, that seems like uh, all the words you could make up. Uh, the others, uh, <laughs> there's no way you would know what uh, mutinolag- mutinolag- I can't even say Mucilaginous Mus- gum. Mus- yummy, yummy. Gum. Mm. Sorry, Larry. <laughs> nope. Holer tunnel is apparently a Hawaiian term for puka. Um, yeah, the, the example they gave is, if I ever get the giant African snails out of their favorite pukas, I shall really enjoy the gardening. Um yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the yes, exactly. The one that I'm that I did not make up, but I lost the definition. It, it the, the the correct answer is uh, C, a common C. tropical yielding good timber, yellow dye, mucilaginous, mucilaginous gum, and widely gum. used edible. That is some other kind of tree that I meant to write down the name of, and I didn't, and I lost the web page. That is some other kind of tree, Larry. The definition for some mm. other kind some of tree. other kind of tree, yeah. <laughs> and See, I knew I should have known when you went with two botanical definitions that one of those, <laughs> one of those would be, uh, but I went with hole or tunnel and uh, all right. All right. So that was warm up. That doesn't count. So that's uh, like preseason questions. So how do let's you think go on. How do you think a new listener coming on thinking, wow, we're going to learn about Puka now feels one question into this. Let's get to know Puka quiz. How do you think they're feeling right now? I, I think, you know, the fact that the, they have actually learned a little bit something about Hawaiian culture while hey. also at the same time, uh, you know, uh, hearing about, you know, the, the, these incredible trees that you're uh, talking about with the resinous <laughs> Resonant leaves. I mean, who knew that gum. before? And and mucil- that there is a term such as mucilaginous gum. Um, you're welcome. Is you're welcome is the words I'm looking yeah, for. Yeah. So I yeah. think you know I think they're uh, tingling with anticipation to to learn more. Well, let's learn. Let's actually learn something about puka. Number two, which Larry, which of these facts about puka did I completely make up? One of these I did make up. Okay. Uh-huh. A. He was nicknamed Big Play Puka in college. B. He verbally committed to USC in high school. Mm. C, he played the French horn for the Utah Youth Symphony. <laughs> D, he bowls about a 200 on average. <laughs> so Which one of, of those is not up? true. Yep, made it up completely. All right, what was the first one again? Nicknamed Big Play Puka in college. That sounds right, and that sounds like uh, a bad nickname that you, that you would get in college. Uh, Big Play Puka. I also know that he did commit to USC. Uh, it's a tragedy that uh, the Trojans did not 
uh, get him and had to play against him for uh, a short time. And French Horn, and I know he's from Utah, so uh, it's possible he did that. And uh, whatever that last one was, I'm gonna I'm gonna discard that one because that one sounds dumb. What, what Bulls was about it again? A Bulls about a two hundred on average. You don't know that. You don't know that. You don't know that. There's no way you would know that. Uh, I although, made that up. although, okay, you did make that. No, up. no, I'm asking. I, that, I, that was that was being phrased as I made that up. Is what you're saying? Is my there is a part of me though that says not a lot of nightlife uh, going on <laughs> or allowed in Provo. So. <laughs> Provo, Utah. Bowling might be the only option. No, I'm going to say uh, number four is uh, is uh, made up is, of that. Is the lie. Bowls about mm-hmm. a 200 on average, Larry. You are <laughs> incorrect. He, he does bowl about a 200. He, 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 he For all I know, he does not play the French horn. That is completely oh, made up. I, oh. the, the Utah Youth Symphony is a real thing that I looked up, and I, I do believe they have French horn players. But as far as I know, he has no musical talent. I could be wrong. We should have yeah. him on this podcast and find out. He would. He was an athlete growing up. He wouldn't have had time to be in the freaking uh, youth symphony. What am I thinking? All right. So okay, I'll, I'll let a, you have that one. There's a very random fact on his Utah where he he played at BYU uh, on on his about me page that says literally says the words bowls about a two hundred on average, and that's all it says. There's no uh, there's no further explanation. There's no he really loves bowling. He bowls often, and yeah. I. I I guess 200 is a good score. I mean, I, I'm thinking when I go bowling with friends, I usually get in the like 120 range. And and I'm like, I don't, I guess 200, that is 80 more points. But is, is 200 something, you brag about 200? No, 200 is not necessarily the kind of uh, stat that you actually want to put out there consistently. Yeah. It's good. It's good. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, but again, I go back to the fact that, uh, look, this is a little bit of a generalization about uh, people in Utah, but, um, you know, probably not going to be a ton of partiers. And if you're going to BYU, you probably are expected to uh, behave yourself a, a certain to a certain extent. And uh, also, if you're an athlete, uh, you're not supposed to be uh, indulging in the nightlife as well. So I would imagine going out with the guys in bowling uh, amounts to a pretty exciting night. Exactly. Uh, yes. This, this, in Provo. So the highlights of college days. Yes. And yeah. and as you said, he did he did verbally commit to USC and, and you would know more about this than I would. But the, the, there was all kinds of drama going on with the coach switching during that time between T. Martin being fired, Cliff Kingsbury being or. Well, it was hired it was, and then he went off to the Cardinals and, Cardinals and there was and then, yeah. a lot of question mark about. Uh, yeah, it, it was it was a little bit of a tumultuous history and recruiting was very difficult around that time. Yeah. So then so, he he, yeah. he ended up going to Washington where he spent most of his career. He ended up at BYU where he played alongside his brother, Samson, who also uh, has gone pro. I think I think they I think two of his brothers are now playing in the USFL, but two of his brothers also had time in in uh, in the NFL. So it's a very talented family. Wow. Coming out of wow, BYU. That's great. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. 0 for 2, just as we predicted. Let's see. Let's see how you do on the last three. This is a true or false. We got a 50-50 for you. And in fact, there are two more questions that are 50-50 questions. So you're oh. you got some you got some odds on your oh. side. Oh, okay. True or false. This is based on uh on last week's game. Puka Nakua is just the second player since 2000 who was drafted in the fifth round or later to have at least 100 receiving yards in his NFL debut. Okay, that was, oh, there's so much going on in that question. You're welcome. Oh, You're no. welcome. Okay, that's Pick a your lot. path. Choose Hold your own on. adventure. Okay, let's go Let's go one section at a time. I, let me repeat it back to you. So that's why I, I, a mnemonic device in order for me to keep this in my brain because I just, I started drifting off thinking about cartoons there for a second, like a, 
like a Homer Simpson moment. Go ahead. Uh, one more Puka, time. Puka Nakua mm-hmm. is just the second player. Second player. Since 2000. Since 2000. Who was drafted in the fifth round or later. Drafted in the fifth round or later. To have at least 100 receiving yards in his NFL debut. Debut. All right. That sounds remarkably similar to an actual graphic that was put up on the screen during the game on Sunday. And if you changed one tiny little minute detail in there, just to throw me off, I will be furious with you. So I am going to say that that sounds identical to what was brought up. Again, (laughs) stats in, in most major league sports can be ridiculous. Um, but I'm going to say, yes, that is true. That's an actual stat. That is uh, a, a real thing that somebody had to research and figure out. Yes. Good job. Ah. That, that, everything you said is exactly why I put this question in, because I found that fact and I had to read through that sentence seven or eight times to figure <laughs> out, is that a good, that is a good thing, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, it's kind of like when our ratings come out, uh, you know, on the rate and it's like, well, you know, uh, men between the age of 18 and 49 who drive Subarus and are bearded and also are single, but have at least one dog and or cat uh we're we're huge in that demographic i mean it's just like you can find a great story just about anywhere but uh, i mean that's still kind of a cool stat i guess uh because he was not like a high round draft pick uh, made his debut we we talked a lot about uh, him on the post game episode of just how much within the game, he went from looking like a rookie to a veteran w- within four quarters because he he was like yeah. you saw a few missteps, a few you know missed routes, things like that, a couple of drop balls or whatever, and then just stayed at it. And man, uh, so yep. yeah, pretty, well, pretty impressive debut. That that was the whole point of that of that sentence. He had an amazing debut. Uh, only one of two players since two thousand to do it. Alan Hearns. I don't I don't recognize that name. He's the other one to do it. Um, but hopefully Puka has a better career than Alan Hearns. By the way, Larry certainly has a better uh, name than Alan, Alan Hearns. Puka is Alan Hearns. Can you imagine? Sounds like he should be an accountant. Hearns. Um, <laughs> not a good chant. Not a good chant. You you almost inadvertently described me in your radio demographic. I don't know if you know that. 18 to 49, <laughs> I do drive a Subaru. I'm mustachioed, not bearded. So that's mm-hmm. one difference. I am not single. I'm single in the sense that I am not married. Right. But I am a, right. but I am in a happy, committed relationship. And uh, and I do not have at bearded. least one dog. Yeah. yeah, not bearded, but mustachioed. Not bearded. Yeah, yeah. So you, you came, you, are you, are you guys researching me? I'm on air at your station. You probably oh, shouldn't be researching. We me research, a... we research everyone that is an employee of the station. Okay, yes. understood. Yeah, background understood. checks go much deeper than you realize. <laughs> yes, you are one for three, Larry. Let's go do number four in this Oof. five question quiz. Here we go. A lot of Let's pressure can... on this. Okay, are how many of these are left? Nineteen. Yeah, seven, 17, actually. Yeah, 17 oh, okay. left. All right. <laughs> no, two more questions. We're getting through this. Jeez. Which, Larry, which sport? Think how long it took me to write this, let alone give this <laughs> quiz. Which sport did Puka's dad, Lionel, which sport did Puka's dad 
predict he would excel at from a young age. So he hmm. said, look at look at young Puka. And he predicted Bowling. he would excel at this sport. Is it A, football, bowling. B, basketball, bowling. C, baseball, bowling? D, bowling? No, it's not bowling. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's not bowling. I'm going to tell you right now. It's not bowling. Uh, uh, baseball, football, basketball. Yeah, I, uh-huh. I'm, I'm going to guess his dad looked at him and said, you look, because... He's not an exceptionally tall player, so basketball, he's not an exceptionally big guy. I mean, generally, when you look at, and obviously, there have been so many athletes to prove those things wrong over the years. Everyone from uh, Edelman on the Patriots to to mm-hmm. freaking uh, Steph Curry on the Warriors, sure. you know, yeah. who, who were told, you, you don't have the size, you don't have the whatever. Uh, like he 12-year-old like, when he entered the league. He looks like he could be a, ba- a baseball. He looks kind of built like a baseball player. And yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he played the sport growing up. So I'm going to say dad looked at him and said, you're, you're, you're going to be a great Major League Baseball player one day. Baseball is... Incorrect. It is a good guess. Your logic does make sense. And he did excel at all three of those sports. And we know yeah. he was he was pretty mediocre at bowling. But uh, he actually did predict football. He predicted that oh. he, his prediction <laughs> was this guy is and, and there's a little bit of context here. He predicted out of all of his brothers. So so uh, Nakua's got Puka's got Four brothers, I think I've counted. Three older hmm. brothers, one younger brother, and huh. as his big brothers, family living in Utah. I wonder, I wonder yeah. what the connection there is. <laughs> Went hmm. to church every Sunday. I, I, I've I've read. Um, so uh, let's see. Brothers are Kai, Isaiah, Samson, and Tay. T e i Tay or Ty. and um, K and Isaiah. Kay and Samson, whatever they all they went pro. We don't need to get to know all of their brothers, but there's their names. And as <laughs> as you know, the older brothers were playing in high school and maybe even to college. Um, Puka's dad was uh, was coaching was coaching Puka in all these sports, including little league and football. And he he's this is according to his wife. Um, she, he said at one point, Puka is going to be the best one out of all my boys. He'll be the best football player. He predicted that from a very young age. His dad, his dad, his dad sadly passed several years back to diabetes, who so didn't get a chance to see him go pro. But it's it's part of their family story of of like seeing that prediction come true as he's been climbing the ranks through high school and college and now professional football. And uh, and it does appear. I mean, look, he's only played one professional football game. But uh, he is at least being talked about more widely than any of his brothers have been up to this point. So it, it, it appears the prediction is accurate. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, yeah. uh, I, I can't help but notice that uh, all of a sudden now, all the fantasy guys are jumping on Puka Nakua. And yeah. it's like, buy, buy Puka for week yeah. two. Yeah, so, hop yeah. on it now. Yep, yeah. and probably the, probably the right call. Okay, you are, you are one for four. And... Um, <sighs> Boy, well, my, look- my season's starting off terribly. I gotta say, this is uh, this doesn't bode well for my record for the rest of the year. I'll Not the start we were hoping for 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 young GD Larry Morgan. Quizzes, here. yeah. <laughs> Here's number five, and this one's a little. This one's tricky, like all mine, like all my uh, questions, because I don't know if we're gonna get a result to this one just yet. Here we go. Here's here, let me just read it. True or what? false, Larry? True. I know it's very confusing. True or false? Who got chance? We'll start at SoFi this coming Sunday against the 49ers. True or false? Are we going to hear a Puka chant in game one? True or false? Uh, Absolutely. Definitively, there is no doubt in my mind that that is going to happen. Period. End of story. Final answer. 
I'll yes. say yes to that. Now, technically, we do not know this, right? And uh, but I'm going to say that that's yeah, it's, it's got to happen. He's it's yeah. it's. I feel like fans because because look, let's face it. Most people who are go, we we have a large audience, and we've been catching this puka thing on. So people are just itching to be the welcome yeah. to the bandwagon representers at the game, representatives, and and get the puka chant. They got to be itching for it. He, yeah, he I scores, know. I mean, we got Andrew. We yep, got Andrew and- Siciliano on on board with that, and he did not, as far as I can remember. I don't think he ever got the chance to actually uh, uh, make that call because and 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 Pukas do Pukas do <laughs> Pukas do Pukas do for uh, his first NFL touchdown, which I I believe Stafford really wants to hit him to get. And yeah. so if if there's any chance in the Niners game where there's there's room within the game plan to target puka in that way uh you know shorter yardage if we get in the red zone that sort of thing i gotta think he's a target between him and and the tight ends uh uh, i i would think he wants him to get one of those uh scores and that is going to be a great opportunity for the crowd to get into it so uh or or any big play by puka i would suspect that the uh hopefully much larger than usual rams fan base at sofi this coming sunday will uh will uh, overcome the uh, the disappointment from the nine the, the Niners faithful when there is a big play by Puka. Yep. So I'm counting on it, man. I, I it's got to happen. Yeah, and 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 like you said, the good thing is it doesn't have to be a touchdown. He can make an amazing catch, get a nice little run after a uh, after a catch. You know, do, there there are opportunities, and if it doesn't catch on after the first time, because look, maybe there'll be people there who who are somewhat fair weather fans. I don't know who aren't quite sure of all the players' names, and then they realize, wow, we have a player named Puka, and it might take <laughs> it might take a couple, it might take a quarter or two to be like, we should probably yell Puka. Um, we'll we will see. Um, I do expect to see a lot of red jerseys in that crowd, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. But like most games, it comes out to about 50-50. I mean, Niners fans show up. There are a lot in SoCal. There, it might be a 60-40 thing for the Niners. I don't know. Um, I don't want to yeah, focus too much uh, on that negative. But gosh, I would hope that it's, it, at, at, at worst, I hope it's just even. Because you're right, San Francisco, obviously, one, travels well because it's, it's commutable. And two... Yeah. Uh, tons of Bay Area. It's it's kind of like even when the Dodgers are winning, you know, yeah. the, uh, the Dodger games, uh, Giants fans show up uh, yeah. and vice versa up in the Bay Area. So um, I suspect that there will be uh, a quite a bit of uh, those red jerseys in, in the stands this Sunday. But I, I would hope with the home opener and yeah. against a tough team like the Niners and with the promising showing from last week, I'm, I'm hoping that the Rams faithful are faithful enough to show up in force uh, this weekend. So we shall see. I mean, we'll find out and and we'll be sure to be reporting on that and commenting on that. Uh, As soon as that uh, game is done, we'll be preparing for our post-game analysis the yes. deep, deep analysis <laughs> like you've heard <laughs> today. <laughs> yeah, it, it will likely include less uh, less stats like being the second player since 2000 who was drafted in the fifth round or later to have at least 100 receiving yards in the NFL and more. Um, there are three definitions for the word puka and, uh, yeah. and yeah. one of them is hole slash tunnel. So, yes, exactly. And we'll be, uh, we'll be digging a puka directly into that uh, analysis of that game, as a matter of fact. Am I <laughs> yeah. using that right? I, th- that even- I, I don't think that you know what? I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say. Okay. Welcome to the bandwagon. 